I got up early today to watch Kong colon uh, Skull Island. How, how did that feel? Oh, well, you know, it's fine. Let's jump into it. Feet first. We're talking about Kong colon Skull Island today. Yes, we are. Hi, Steven. <laughs> what a treat. I got excited when you suggested this because I recall you actually wrote a written review and published it on the internet of this very movie. I did, but I can't even find where I did that. I think it was on LiveJournal, uh, maybe MySpace. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. No, I, I remember you wrote it. I, I remember you wanted to start reviewing movies. Yes. Which has given birth to all of this, Mott's. And now look at where we are. That's right. It's a beautiful thing. But I remember you wrote a, re a review rather scathing, if I remember correctly. You did not yes. uh, enjoy this movie. <laughs> right. I did not. I do not. I shall not. I will not. So I, when you suggested it, I was, I was prepared to watch a terrible, terrible movie. Oh, no. Oh, no. I saw, but then I, I, I got excited because I saw some of the cast. I thought maybe this is an Avengers prequel. Doesn't it feel like a lot of Avengers are there? You got John C. Riley, an Avenger. You have John Goodman, another Avenger. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. But you have uh, Tom Hiddleston. Samuel L. Jackson. You got Samuel L. Jackson and you got a Brie Larson, one of the famous Avengers of all. They're all in this movie, like main characters and stuff. So I was, I got excited, and then, and then I looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes. I said, surely, with Nate's scathing review, surely this movie is in the low, low twenties and teens on Rotten Tomatoes. Surely, surely. But Nate, no. The Rotten Tomatoes for this movie: seventy-five percent critic score, sixty-nine percent audience score. That's better than mediocre. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> and then and then i saw it and uh, and i have thoughts <laughs> oh man all right so here's the thing i don't want to i don't want to make any general statements about this movie i will say it started off i think fairly strongish that is my that's my official statement on the on the start okay i liked the there was an opening scene where there was some planes crashing on an island and then a an american guy and a, a japanese fighter doing a hand-to-hand -hand combat thing. And uh, it was kind of a fun opening scene. I was down for all that. Beautiful shots and scenery. I thought that was great. Mm -hmm. And then we enter the plot of Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World. Basically, there's an island and some people that want to discover what's on it. Right. It, basically, it's Jurassic Park. It, Samuel L. Jackson plays his parts again. <laughs> says the same line, hold on to your butts again. <laughs> he literally did. And I, I thought that was humorous. Hold on to your butts. Then the part where I started getting concerned about this movie, well, there were two, two main uh, points. The introduction of John Goodman as this research person uh, wanting to get on the island, monster, monster seeker. And I, 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 felt like, I felt like John Goodman was literally repeating the line just spoken to him offstage by the stage manager every time. Oh, yes. They told my family she was sunk in battle, but I know what I saw. It had no conscience. It felt just very phoned in every time John Goodman spoke. He is an exposition machine. Like, he <laughs> yes. will, like, I wish that he, he didn't even exist in this movie, and he was just a narrator. And now we're on Kong 
And now we're on Skull Island, a place surrounded by storms, but with an artistic sun always visible, although it's supposed to be stormy all the time. And it's undiscovered, and people don't know about it, except that a bunch of planes have gone down in this area, and we do kind of know about it, and we have satellite shots of it. (laughs) Well, and then, I feel like they tried to give him some really deep lines in rapid succession. Mm-hmm. Like he, he says this line, like my father said, never judge a man where they drink, just how they hold it. I said, okay, fine. And then two minutes later, talking to Tom Hiddleston, he says, every man goes to war. They're looking for something. What if you found it? Didn't he also say a line like, sometimes you don't know who your enemy is until you decide to fight them or something? Something like that. It, it sounded like they were really trying to pump a lot of deep lines through the John Goodman channel, and it was a little uh, clogged. Well, let's pause on John Goodman for a second. Yes. Is John Goodman supposed to be likable in this movie? Are you, or are you, is he supposed to be like John Hammond, where you're like, oh, he's he's passionate, but... I, he, I feel like he's supposed to be the proxy for John Hammond, or uh, I don't know who else, uh, Matthew Broderick in Godzilla. <laughs> He's trying to be one of those characters, but he is not likable. I don't know. I don't think he's supposed to be likable, but whatever he's supposed to be, he is not likable. I think I would love to go through at some point in time during this review and talk about who are the likable people in this movie. Mm. Well, you know, his compatriot, the geologist guy, Mm -hmm. I feel like he could have held that role and just take John Goodman out of the movie. Like, let that guy be the role of the monster seeker, who's also like mm-hmm. a scientist. Mm-hmm. Just let him do it. He, I think he would have been fine. Yes. But yeah, John Goodman kind of muddies the waters there. Carry on. Yes, I was fine overlooking John Goodman for the moment. Some fun shots of helicopters going through the storm and Samuel L. Jackson and all that. There's some beautiful shots. Could I just say the beginning of this movie... Kong colon Skull Island, there are some artistic shots that are mm-hmm. actually quite nice. Yes. They don't make sense in the plot. For example, <laughs> I'm thinking of when they come across Kong and that big shot of like camera moves down and you see kind of slow motion rotors as they approach hazy Kong. Yes. yes. Even though as soon as you see him, the helicopter pilot should immediately like dodge, d- dip, dive, and dodge. Formation would break right then. Like, oh, look, it's a 200-foot-tall primate. We're out. Is that a monkey? There is a lot of gratuitous slow motion, too, either after somebody dies or... Like, oh, man. Th- there's a lot of slow motion that... Gratuitous, I think, would be one of my descriptions of this movie. <laughs> right. But like I was saying, there are some good shots. I like the old-timey slide projector that they use on the ship as they're going towards the island, and you see these close-up like of mm-hmm. the slide, and they're talking mm-hmm. about the island and the storm around it. Like I, that was cool. Look, look they have, fun. They have a bunch of close-up shots with some whoever was part of the sound mixing really was able to mm. explore the space because there were a lot of yes. scenes of like load the cartridge, load the gun. What does it look like when the bomb kind of unfurls and... Yes, yes. Someone in the Foley studio was having a blast in this movie. It was, yes, it did sound very good. It was fun to listen to. As the helicopters are flying towards the island through the storm, Samuel L. Jackson goes into the 
retelling of the story of Icarus and his wax wings. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's, and then he says, "We don't have an unattended father. We have a Pennsylvania steel made such and such." <laughs> like, I loved, I loved it. I loved Samuel Jackson like telling the story as they're on the verge of crashing all their helicopters. That that was kind of fun. And remember the story of Icarus, whose father gave him wings made of wax, warned him not to fly too close to the sun, but the exhilaration was too great. So he flew higher and higher until the sun melted his wings and he fell into the sea. But the United States Army is not an irresponsible father. So they gave us wings of white hot old road Pennsylvania steel. Guaranteed not to melt. But what I really want to get to is the second moment where I had a real check about how this movie was going to play out. Yes. And it was the introduction of a specific character, John C. Riley. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> when he emerges with a native tribe of the island. Yes. And, and then becomes kind of the main character-ish. And he... Uh, and comic relief. Comic relief. And I feel like he didn't f- fit. Ooh. I mean, that, that sounds harsh, but, and we just reviewed another John C. Riley movie, <laughs> Ralph Breaks the Internet. And I, he's fine as an actor, but I feel like in this movie, he would have been maybe better as a side character. I feel like he becomes the focus really fast and becomes like this great philosopher and defender of King Kong. And I don't know. I was just. I have a theory. This is a conspiracy theory. Oh, I like it. Let's hear it. Here it is. I believe that he wasn't supposed to play as big of a role. Especially towards the end of the movie. The fact that he survived this is crazy to me. <laughs> this character always dies in this movie in these movies. Right. But I believe that Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston were supposed to really grab your heartstrings. They were supposed to be the ones that go like, Yes, these are the main protagonists. You root for them, you love them, you care for them. But I think through shooting of this movie because they weren't given any reasonable lines to say, because this script is bonkers. <laughs> fair, fair. I think they had to bring in another guy. I think everyone else, even the people they tried to have like an emotional connection to, like the guy who sacrificed himself with the uh, grenades in his hand, which went really poorly, and the guy who just died randomly after the log, log monster was near him. A bunch of people, like, they had so many people who they tried to, focus group tests like hey do you care about this character i think people said hey that john c Riley guy <laughs> he's kind of fun <laughs> and then he stayed alive yeah the iwis won't speak their name but i call them skull crawlers why because it sounds neat okay look i just made that name up i'm trying to scare you I'm fine calling them that. Are you cool with that? Yeah, that, that seems like a I like the name, like a, a so I, name. I think you... Never said that name out loud before. It sounds stupid now that I say just... Well, once he entered, I, I started slowly feeling the, the movie kind of break down. And uh, I, I don't know if you remember the scene where he has the samurai sword yes. from the Japanese guy that he fought at the beginning of the movie. And I, I felt like I don't believe John C. Riley as a samurai. The, the whole like him crashing there with the Japanese soldier... 
and they start out he starts out like shooting him and then they right. eventually become friends i'd love to see a little bit more of that that seems more interesting in how you survived on this island right versus now old john c Riley. i think it started uh, going downhill i i enjoyed the pacific rim style lizard monsters yes and speaking of pacific rim Lian mm-hmm. uh, Tian Jing is in this movie as the biologist who was in The Great Wall and oh. Pacific Rim Uprising, a very uh, uh, a very famous uh, Chinese star. Okay, very good. I also thought the hollow earth theory was funny. The geologist is like, yeah, I wrote this paper and there's like uh, hollow pockets under the earth. I said, mm-hmm. the core. Correct. <laughs> you are right okay so back to the science the idea that they are doing like mapping out this island and before they land and do anything their scientific part of it is dropping bombs to blow up this uncharted island seems crazy like that's your best way to map the 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 surface is to blow it up you couldn't like go down and like dig something down like have a little like mini core uh thing right later they say they were just dropping bombs because they wanted to you know uh suss out the big monster people so i don't know uh, who knows why they're blowing it up but dumb 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 <laughs> what do you think of the uh, lizard monsters that had only two arms and a tail they looked kind of zombie like yeah they were fine i was actually I was, i'm kind of a big fan of the bamboo legged spider that was pretty cool uh, pretty graphic when that guy takes a leg holy cow <laughs> there are sometimes yeah. where they don't show the deaths and it's kind of like oh a little splatter on the dog tag like oh you right. just died and then other right. times yeah guy gets a bamboo leg down his mouth through his body and then the uh who's the other the guy the captain guy gets pulled off sort of like the nanny in jurassic world by the pterodactyls right. and the, his arm gets ripped <laughs> right. apart yeah they they vacillate between extremely graphic and you know just a little blood splatter so the john goodman death you know he gets eaten by one of those lizard things and his camera keeps flashing as he is swallowed by the lizard thing yeah whatever trying to be so cinematically like elegant in this movie but it's whoever was like yeah dp on this was like i'm gonna make a really great movie but they didn't realize they were on Kong Skull Island. Mm. A lot of like interesting shots that that kind of went like, oh, this is too good for this movie. <laughs> right. So I was excited because Brie Larson, I have only seen Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Mm. So I was, I was looking forward to seeing her in another movie mm-hmm. in, a, in a different kind of role. Mm-hmm. No powers in this one. Nope, no power. Well, unless you call uh, photography a, a special ability. But right. I don't. Right. No. <laughs> You're going to get some emails. Uh, no, I understand. It's not a Marvel superhero-esque power. Fair enough. I saw some similarities to her performance from Captain Marvel, where sometimes I wasn't sure where to take her. Like, is, is, it, you know, is she a funny character? Is she a serious mm-hmm. character? Is she aloof? Overall, like, she's still has those smirks that you kind of enjoy she has those electric smiles during like the <laughs> the photography uh montages of her taking pictures of the villagers and things yeah during, while right. music is playing right and like that alone is so stinking charming as i've said before <laughs> yes, i'll say it yes. again but yes when it actually came to what she was saying and like 
I could never really uh, understand her character. Right. I think she might be fun at a party, either her, both her character and her as a person, you know? Sure. And I wish either she would go like all in on being the fun character, or I'd like to see her maybe play a completely straight role. I just feel like I'm not sure always like what, which way. Oh, yeah. You have, you have revealed some, you have dropped a bomb into the crust of my brain <laughs> and, and not, it has revealed something yes, to vent yes. to my lizard. Okay. The maybe Brie Larson is such a down to earth person. Mm. Everyone, she's cast as that like she's just like us, or or she's aspirational version of us. You know, she's right. someone who we would be the photographer, kind of being around, having reasonable thoughts, thinking reasonable things, and saying reasonable things. Mm. But when okay. you're surrounded by a bunch of characters in movies. Mm-hmm. There, it's actually like I expect you to be a little bit uh, pushed outside of uh, normal reality, and I think that's what she plays a lot. Brie Larson plays like a normal, average human, but turns out when you put a bunch of like crazy movie characters next to a normal, average human, that normal, average human looks kind of meh. Yeah. Oh, you don't really have like a crazy qu- quirk like this guy. Oh. You don't have vengeance eyes like Samuel L. Jackson, like <laughs> Captain Ahab. You're just kind of a normal, uh, reasonable human. You know what? I th- that, that might be a fair assessment. And there were a lot of shots of Samuel L. Jackson staring into the eyes of King Kong. <laughs> so, oh, man. So many shots of that. Real Captain Ahab there. Yes. You might, you might be right about that. So anyway, I, am, I look forward to seeing her in other roles in the future because I'll be, I don't know, be curious to see. Let's look in, in future Brie Larson movies, look on the scale of, are you just playing a normal everyday person or are you actually like have some sort of crazy quirk? Because I'd love yes. to see where her career goes as far as that. Agreed. There was some fun action in the movie. The final scene where Kong is battling the giant lizard. Mm. Oh, every King Kong movie has to have a female lead touch his face. And like have some connection. And Kong pick up the female lead with his big hand. So she's yes, laying in it. Yeah, exactly. Every Kong movie. And so I, when, they, when they came to that scene, I was like, you know, you could have left it out. It would have been okay. <laughs> you know, like every other Kong movie has done this. You just The touching face scene did seem a little out of place. Right. That's, that's the thing. And like, yeah, her falling and Kong saving her, like that's fine. But yeah, you don't, you don't have, a, have to have a special moment. Every time. <laughs> Can we t- now talk about Tom Hiddleston? Oh, yes, please. Go ahead. Okay. He plays uh, Chris Pratt in Jurassic <laughs> World, right? I mean, like, that's who he is. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hiddleston playing the role of. Oh, right, right. Like, he's the tracker. Um, yeah. Ex- ex-military guy. Yes. He's the guy who's like, I've been in these situations before, and you don't know anything about this island, and I don't know anything about this island, and we're all probably going to die here. <laughs> <laughs> right yes but he plays he's supposed to be super suave is does tom hiddleston do that for you i i'm asking this question as a leading question because i never could quite get on board with tom hiddleston being kind of a rough and tumble tracker guy i i struggled to get on board there were a couple scenes again right after john c Riley was a samurai tom hiddleston like grabs a gas mask from the ether tells John C. Riley to throw him the sword and then basically goes on this killing spree of pterodactyls. 
slow motion at times slow motion and like not sure where he learned how to wield a sword if he was ex-military i don't think they were using samurai swords in the military in the 1930s and 40s i i i didn't believe it he then takes off his mask in the middle of the toxic gas cloud right right i didn't uh it was strange it was strange for sure i i I wanted to believe him i really did but i I had to i struggled to uh, to believe it's just it was just really yeah it's just hard it's hard for me like to me he seems like such like a slick suave character maybe it's because we've seen him as loki a bunch you know till now it was just difficult to see him as the Indiana Jones kind of character, yeah, who's knowledgeable about the about the wilderness. I just picture Tom Hiddleston in an urban environment <laughs> that feels like his natural his natural place in like a real nice suit or holding the tesseract. I mean, like one of those two, yeah, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. The the whole Samuel Jackson vendetta against Kong. Also, I feel like a reasonable person with all the information would kind of understand and not try to keep killing him over and over oh man and samuel jackson's quick death where kong basically just like squashes him i was like that that feels weird now you have to remind me was because you just saw this and i'm a little murky on it yes what was samuel l jackson's reason for having such this like this crazy vendetta i mean as the helicopters were first coming on the island kong took most of them out and so he was mad that all his men died and so he kind of has this like handful of dog tags and throughout the movie he says these were my men you know and he kind (laughs) of you know keeps saying like that's why he needs to kill kong because he killed his men little you know letting aside the fact that they were bombing his island he doesn't have the jurassic park 2 uh big world game hunter thing that it's more about his it's more about vengeance against the vengeance yeah it's more about being an avenger uh yep basically yes he was uh avenging that was his uh, main goal did you like Kong? Did you like he was bigger? He's bigger than normal. The actors who were playing this movie did not know how big he was while they were filming it. Basically, the production crew didn't give them like any firm answers on that, probably because it was still in development. Uh, but this Kong has to be super big because in 2020, there is a Godzilla vs. Kong movie coming okay okay so they have to fight each other and obviously with the kong that i mean the godzilla that's about to appear this year in a new movie uh would just destroy the old slightly smaller kongs that's why he's so big in this movie but did you like this version of kong i at times liked him and times i didn't believe that that is a primate you know, like the the shot that you were talking about where he's just kind of standing in the mist in front of the sun, just standing there posing for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I feel like a actual Kong would not just do that. I think the movie tried to imply that he was maybe smarter than the average bear. <laughs> uh, so maybe he was intentionally posing for the camera. I don't know. His size, fine. I'm good with the extra big Kong. I just feel like some of his... I think they tried to anthropomorphize him a little too much at times. Maybe it would have been more believable if it was a raw or animal like Kong. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you what did you think? It went for a smarter, smarter Kong. Harder, better, faster. Sorry. 
uh, I was I got a little bit distracted by a side ad uh, off this article on Kong Skull Island. It talks about Channing Tatum's Gambit that was canceled at Disney. Ooh. So he's no longer going to play Gambit, which is oh, kind of bummed me out for a second. But now we're back. You think he would have danced while doing Gambit a la Step Up or no? Yeah, probably yeah, not. Probably. Right? He okay. can, no, he can dance. It'd be fine. It's part of his New Orleans charm. New Orleans. His New Orleans charm. So, yes, I, I, I have never gotten into Kong, ever. Ever, ever. ever. Any movie, the Jack Black one, right. the old ones, it's just like... Yeah. It doesn't do it for... Well, I, I think you've learned this about me. All these big mm-hmm. monsters, the kaiju, the Godzilla, the big... Yeah, you're oversized. Honey, I blew up the Kong. <laughs> <laughs> so there's never a Kong movie where you're like... Yes, I believe that Kong. Yeah, they're fine. This one's, I think this one is just fine. I, I really, I did like the part where the Kong had the, the chains with the propellers. I liked right, when he used right. the, the tree and like quickly turned it into a spear for like <laughs> yeah. a one-time use bat. Yes, yes. Those are all fine and good. I just, whether he's bad, whether he's good, when do these these monsters have to be like, Helping us also, but kind of scary. Yeah. That whole trope doesn't do it for me. Mm, okay. Well, let us move into our final final reviews, Nate. Oh, I need to tell you something real quick. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, please. Toby Kevel plays Jack Chapman in this movie. Mm-hmm. With such a touching backstory, I believe with his daughter? Right. Maybe son. A son. Yeah. So yeah, I think... Yeah, he's going to live, he's going to live, he's going to live. He survives a couple things, and then he dies. Correct. That actor, I'm seeing here in IMDb, he plays Jack Chapman slash Kong. Excuse me? You heard me. He plays (laughs) Jack Chapman in this movie and Kong, Uh which makes sense. He played one of the apes in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. He plays Koba. Right, right. So he knows how to be in a mocap suit, now that you know mm, what that is. I do know what that is, thank you. That is interesting. He was also in the new Fantastic Four as Victor Von Doom. Interesting. Okay. So I'm just saying, this little thing I found doesn't really change anything at all. He may be Kong in this movie. He's a, he's a, he's a mocap specialist. Yeah. There you go. He is maybe the next Andy Circus. Or will Andy Circus just always be around to mocap for us? Hopefully, always. I assume Andy Circus is all the, the the people in uh in the new Lion King too. Mm. <laughs> he plays all the animals. That's right. Well, one other scene I, I just want to point out, and it's not really a scene, but it's it's during the end credits where they do this montage of John C. Riley being reunited with his family. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like the movie did not earn that. <laughs> <laughs> we did. I mean. For all that John C. Riley contributed to this movie, I, d- I don't think it was enough to, to warrant a credit montage of him tearfully meeting his son that, no. So who was your, who was your favorite character in Kong colon Skull Island? Like, who is it that you're like, don't die, don't die, I want you to live? I, I mean... The answer is no one, because well, this movie is garbage. I'm sorry, that wasn't me. Go, carry on. For the story of Icarus during the storm alone... I feel like I liked Samuel L. Jackson's character the most, even though I didn't believe his vendetta against Kong very much. Did you want him to live? 
Did you care I didn't about care his if he life? Lived or died. No, 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 I didn't. I I'm, just... t- I'm asking you, <laughs> whose life did you go like, this life is precious to me? <sighs> Honestly, there's that one guy that almost gets eaten by the spider, and he's like kind of whimpery. Ah, let me see if I can find who I'm talking about. Really stayed with you, didn't he? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Mills, played by Jason Mitchell. He's one of the soldiers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he. I, I kind of wanted him to live because he, he was pretty scared throughout, but also not... How did he end up dying? Honestly, I f- forget. <laughs> but I, he wasn't there at the end of the movie. Impactful. So, fair, fair. Okay, all right. Well, I'm very curious what you have. I have to give one more thing. I have to give one more thing, and this is a positive. Oh, okay. You ready for this? Yes, please. I love the movie poster for this movie. That is... Yes. I agree. The the movie poster, really fun. I'm down for that. Now you're talking about the one where you have the five soldiers yep. walking in the water. The flying Kong, v. Yeah, in front of the sun. Two helicopters. Kind of has that uh almost like layered uh paper look for the mountains and the and Kong. Yeah. It almost it almost feels like a Japanese feeling artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh maybe it's the sun and everything, but yeah, I I do really like that poster. That's all I can say about that. Let's go. Let's let's rate. To rate this movie on a scale of zero to five old timey cameras, because there's a lot of old timey cameras in this movie. Mm-hmm. Wielded wielded by both John Goodman and Brie Larson. And uh, I was gonna do dog tags, but I just did dog tags for the X Men movie that we talked about <laughs> recently. Right. Yeah. So old timey cameras. I, I feel like you already you already have a number in your head, don't you? I do. Right, well then maybe I should go first so I'm not I'm not swayed. Don't be swayed by me. Hold strong. Okay, okay. Okay, well I'm going to say I'm going to rate this movie. I'm tempted to do a whole number. I No, I'm going to I'm going to go down the middle again. I, I know we I feel like I do this a lot, but I'm going to go two and a half. Two and a half old-timey cameras. I don't feel it's so bad that I would tell people, listen, never, ever watch this movie. I Mm -hmm. I personally don't think it's that bad. Of all the monster movies, I honestly would rather watch Pacific Rim again, the first one, Mm -hmm. than this. And maybe that's because I'm broken, but that's fine. (laughs) So I wouldn't say I I enjoyed as much as that. It's not as good as Jurassic Park, but it's not as bad as... No, maybe the core is better. Anyway, if you have never seen this movie... And you want to just watch some action and some big animals and stuff. It might be worth it. Maybe wait till it comes on Netflix or some streaming service. You don't have to pay for it. But I'm going to go two and a half. Well, after we see quite a few monster movies, these giant monster movies, because we'll see the new Godzilla and all that, we'll have to yes. eventually do a top five ranking of all of these movies. Yes, I look forward to that. Because, because of my relationship with you, I feel like, I am just going to be gifted with seeing a lot more of these, Mm. whether I want to or not. And I do that for you. Thank you. I did see the trailer, the new trailer for the new Godzilla movie coming out before Endgame. So that was funny. We'll see. I did it for you. Right. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm skeptical. I'm not sold. Better than 1998 version. That's that's a low bar. But anyway, Nate, what would you give this movie? I would give Kong Skull Island one and a half. I'm tempted mm. to give it a full one, mm. but 
you've actually convinced me of a half. You've actually bumped me up. <laughs> okay. A half. All right. All right. One and a half. I do not like this movie. <laughs> I do not want to see this movie. Yes. This is a bad movie. It has if I could if I could have a five minute supercut of some interesting things, I would. Right. It would be like let me let me describe my five minute super montage to you. You ready? Uh, yes, go ahead. Close your eyes and picture this. Um, I'm picturing helicopters flying towards Kong, misty day on the island. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A couple terrible beasts attacking them, fighting them off. John Goodman getting eaten for no reason. <laughs> Brie Larson smiling. <laughs> John C. Riley building a boat. Kong stripping a tree of all of its branches to make a giant stick and then using mm-hmm. the stick as a giant bat. Mm. Samuel L. Jackson glaring. We don't know at whom. He's just glaring. <laughs> Roll credits. Oh, sorry. Tom Hiddleston taking off a gas mask beneath poisonous gas just so that you can laugh at that. That's my supercut. That'd be a fine movie. Be a, uh, maybe, you know what? I like the trailer of this movie. I give the trailer mm. of this movie a f- solid four. Wow. Wow. Take a yeah. look at it. It has all the beautiful shots smashed into that two minute long piece of art. Right. Right. None of the dialogue that is terrible. <laughs> I like your montage. Thank you. All right. Well, we didn't prepare a top five for today. All right. But I think that, but I think I would like to ask our listeners listen. Listen, listeners, I, you Listen. there. No, I'm not, I'm not talking to everyone else. I'm talking to you, listener. You. Yes. You right there. Yes, you. In the blue shirt. Look at your shirt. That's Is right. Is it blue? It's you. Maybe it's, maybe it's white. Maybe it's red. Who knows? Look at the bird outside your windowsill. It's a robot. It's a camera. <laughs> it's still creepy. Worse? It's still creepy. Uh, top five creepiest spy uh, devices. <laughs> now, and actually, that would be a great top five for the future. Top five spy devices. We can go Mission Impossible 007 and uh, Jason Bourne type mm-hmm. things. But anyway, mm-hmm. listeners, if you would like to keep hearing top fives, tell us what you would like us to rank. It could be anything. It could be, uh, I was trying to think of some food thing we haven't done yet, but maybe you know, listeners, what uh, our favorite meat. No, that, that's not probably not a good top five. Or maybe it could be. I don't know. Kong. <laughs> but anyway tell us what top five you would like to hear maybe it's a top five movie genre top five actors in a genre top five uh Entman's desserts which we've already done but something like that tell us what you would like uh, comment on instagram at movies on the side tell us what top fives you would like to hear in the future absolutely and we'd love to do them and we'd still love to hear uh, movie suggestions i know a lot of you have suggested nacho libre and I keep trying to get Nate to uh, to do it, but uh, coming soon. I'm doing it. <laughs> We're gonna do Nacho Libre. <laughs> Have you seen Jack Black's YouTube channel? No. <laughs> have you? Yes, I have. No. He he actually is kind of funny. <laughs> I saw him recently. Actually, I saw him doing a the Chris Hemsworth workout. Have you seen that? That might be hilarious. No, I have not. <laughs> Mimicking he, what Chris Hemsworth does. Yes. Jack he Black can be he, he can be pretty funny. Let me just say, there's also a video of him uh, with a Nerf gun shooting all of his Jumanji fellow cast members on set. <laughs> and he's he's singing while he does it. I'll find a link. Jack Black. So, yeah, he could be funny. Anyway, 
Hi, listeners, send us your stuff at Movies on the Side. You can even email us, podcast at moviesonthesideside.com. You can use the form on our website. You can go to mots.fm if that's easier for you, and uh, it all goes the same place. But we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.